This morning I want to talk about him running to, running to us, actually. Running to us. Um, interesting set of passages coming. Not, not easy. Not, by, by no means are the next uh, five, six, seven sections easy. In fact, I, I didn't recognize, I couldn't like program in my mind hearing sermons on, on some of them. Like, I think back through all my life and I can't put my finger on a moment where I remember somebody preached on some of the stuff in the next few weeks. So I'm learning, I'm searching, I'm seeking, I'm taking Matthew and going, oh, I know about that. Luke, oh, I know about that. And we're talking. I, I want to talk about one of your favorite things to do, though. I know it's one of everybody's favorite things in the world to do. And that is wait <laughs> on anything. I just know that you love to wait. I was so excited yesterday after men's ministry when I arrived at my house to find two Metronet trucks on the street and no internet in our home. And friends coming and, and videos to be made and things to be looked up and a three-year-old and cook thing, cook thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I just couldn't wait to pick up the phone and call customer service. I was like, come on, maybe I'm going to do this. Your wait will be more than five minutes. What does that mean? That was what they said. Your weight will be more than five. How much more than? I was just so excited to wait, I let the music play. Is anybody, is anybody in here a good waiter? Is anybody in here a good waiter? Me neither. Me neither. I love, I love Disney. God bless you, Todd. I love Disney. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blaspheme here, but I love Universal Studios more. Okay? I know that's blasphemous, but deal with it. I love Kings Island. I love taking my son to Kentucky Kingdom. I hate lines. I want to wait. I love the beloved Tuesday and the beloved Thursday because there ain't no lines at them places. All right? Love it. We are, we are a society that is no good at waiting. But today, our passage is about being good waiters. I keep saying that because I'm not trying to teach you how to wait tables. Servers, all right? But we need to be good servers and we need to be good waiters, okay? But what are we waiting on? Let us see. If you don't already know, it's a problem. And I'm not being mean. But if you don't already know, if it's not inside, it's a problem. You'll, you'll get what I'm saying in a minute. Be dressed and ready for service. I like King James better here. Gird thine loins. Let thine loins be girded. Does anybody know what that means? Because I do now. I do now. I know what it is to gird the loins. I will tell you momentarily. Be dressed and ready and keep the lamps burning. Right? 
like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes home and knocks, they can immediately open the door. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes truly, verily. Amen, amen is the Greek word here. He will dress himself to serve. He will have them recline at the table and will come and wait on them. That is gorgeous. That picture is gorgeous. It can be yours. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night, even toward the daybreak. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known what at what, at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. Had he known, ha, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Ha, if that darn thief had just called, if the robber had just shot me a text or two and said, I'm going to break through the door around 2.30, I would have stopped, said Robert. I want you to think about that because that is exactly what this says right here. That is this verse. You also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour you do not expect. That's section one. Jesus left the kingdom of heaven granted by his father, was born of a virgin, lived, loved, served, defeated Satan and sin, gave his life at the crux of all of human history, gave his life and then rose from the grave, and then ascended into heaven, and then said, I am going to prepare a place for you, that where I am, you might be also, and I will be coming back. I want you to listen to me. Craig, when will he be coming back? What will it look like when he comes back? Will it be transmillennial, postmillennial, trimillennial, premillennial? Will it be overly millennial? Will there be any millennials left when he comes back? Is it going to be cloudy? Is it going to be rainy? Is there going to be a dragon? Is there going to be no dragon? Will he have five heads? Will he not have five heads? Will he have seven heads? Will there be a pale horse? Because I've seen Tombstone. Thank you. That was funny. Listen to me. I don't know. And I don't care. Repeat after me. He is coming. What time? Doesn't matter. No, no, no. Your answer is still he is coming. What time will he come? Doesn't matter. What will the weather be like? Doesn't matter. What book of the Bible should I read to learn about it? Doesn't matter. What is the most important thing to take from what I just said? 
and how you live your life now says everything about whether or not you believe. I had a yummy. You know, when things get messy, they also get yummy. I had a yummy conversation late last night. Late last night. And it was good. And, and it, 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 both, it both made my heart hurt and happy all, all at the same time. And I was, I was glad to be able to be a part of that. And one of the things that came up was the feeling that, that I've had, that, that this person had had, that most of us have had, that we just feel far from God. Anybody? Anybody? Feel far from God? None of you? Just me? Okay, somebody else needs to come get the mic. Yeah, just distant, dark, hurting, felt far from God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Where is God? Everywhere. And when is God everywhere? So God is always everywhere. Now, how is it that if God is always everywhere, we can be far from him? We cannot. So the key is what? I feel far from him. But how we walk through that with the understanding, the theology, the wisdom of knowing that our God is everywhere... Are you starting to put this together? What we believe about God and about what he says has tremendous control over the actions we live now, the feelings we have now. And so what I'm saying to you is I understand that you nod when I say Jesus is coming back. Yes, Craig, I sang soon and very soon we are going to see our king growing up. Congratulations, you sang a song. I sang lots of songs. What does my life say about the theology that I hold? So let me say it again now that we've set the stage. Jesus is coming. I know, but it's really hard to. So what do what are we going to learn here about being a good wait er? Having said that, let's move into the explanation and then go back. Peter said, Lord, are you telling the parable to us? Or are you telling it to everyone? Incredible question. God, is this news for me as I sit in the pews and do the things that I need and want to do? Or is this news for all the people? How you believe about the answer to that question says a lot about how you're going to live your life. Did that hurt? It should have. The Lord said, well, who 
is the faithful and wise manager who the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time. It will be good for that servant whom the master finds doing what he asked him to do when he returns. Oh, so the previous passage talking about being ready has to do with the instructions that the master gives to the servants and he will come home sometime like a thief in the night who does not text or call prior to to find out if in fact they are doing what it was he asked them to do. Oh. So it's for me, but if I'm doing what's for me, it's also for for them. Bingo. Truly I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. This is a theme, folks. This is a theme. Do what I ask you to do and sometime out there, which requires waiting, all that I have will be yours. To some he gave two talents. To some one talent, two talent, five talents. One day, two days, five days, one million dollars, two million dollars, five million dollars. And go and do, oh, I will bury mine. Where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. But the people who did what they were asked, all that I have is yours. So the two million guy ended up with four million. The five million guy ended up with ten million. And that looks unfair until the waiting is over. And then both got all. All is at the end of the waiting. If there is obedience during. All is at the end of the waiting if... There is obedience during. Well, what is the obedience during? Hold on, but suppose the servant says, my master is taking a long time. Suppose there is a not good waiter. Do you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to just do my thing. And after I do my thing for a little while, I will start doing his thing again so that when he comes, I'll be doing his thing. Anybody? If you knew he was coming tomorrow, would it change today? Then who's a good waiter? A good waiter would answer the question this way. There is nothing I'm doing now that I would do differently if I knew tomorrow. Painful? Yes. True? Absolutely. The master of the servant, the master of a servant will come on a day when he does not expect him. At an hour he is not aware of. Anybody can obey when they know the answers. Anybody can obey when they know the way. This is the premise of why we believe what we believe. Craig, why doesn't God give me all the answers and tell everyone all the things so that everyone will believe in Him? For it is by grace you are saved through. It is a gift 
of God, lest any man should boast. There is a prerequisite of faith. There is a step that must be taken into the unknown to prove not just obedience, but obedience to Him is love. Those who love me, what? Obey my commands. So if you need proof prior, there's no faith required. For faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Real faith comes in the waiting. Living it out when you do not know. But I want the text. Well, no duh. We all do. But what does that say about how you believe the promise? God, I'll believe that you're coming back if you'll just give me a heads up. I'll go ahead and witness to my neighbor if you'll just give me a few days' notice. I'll, I'll go ahead and give my tithe and my time and my talents to my church if I just have a hint of how long it is I'm going to have to do that. How long do I need to push off the things that I want to do the things that you want? Give me something. Twitter, Facebook, Remind. Let's just have a universal Jesus People Remind app. Shoot us a Remind a couple days in advance and you will see your church explode. Okay, great. But, but what kind of faith is that? None. None. The servant, <clears throat> the servant who knows the master's will, and, and I don't mean to be mean, but nobody in this room disagreed with me when I said he's coming back. Harumph! You know? I got a harumph out of all the guys. You're welcome, all you people who know the movie reference. <laughs> the servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready. <laughs> Funny one right there. <laughs> does not do what the master wants. Will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does the things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows from everyone who has been given much much will be demanded this is rough from everyone who has been given much much will be demanded and from the one who has been entrusted much much more will be asked one of the versions of this one of the versions We're down to 71. Okay, that was funny too. All right. It's on the podcast. One of the versions of this says, cut in half. The one who does not do what the master will be cut in half. But I want you to think about the symbolism in that. Because isn't that what you are doing when you become a poor waiter? 
aren't you dividing your loyalties between that which I want and that which the Lord wants? Aren't you dividing your offerings, your gifts, your time, your talent, all the things that God gives that we talked about over the last two or three weeks that bring anxiety upon us? Aren't we dividing all of those things? I will set this aside for the Lord. And as soon as the Remind app comes through, I will give all here. We are a sum to Jesus I surrender Christianity. Some to Him I freely give. I will sometimes love and trust Him. In His presence sometimes live. I surrender some. As long as there's no tournament to go to, there's no thing I want to buy, there's no um, competition I need to be a part of, there's no girl that I want to go out with, there's no thing that I want to be at more than I want to be at this thing. At the end of the day, you and I know this to be true. You will be where you want to be. So what does your want say about your weight? Somebody, that's on the podcast too. I want to hold on to that one. What does your want say about your weight? Do you want our children's ministry rooms full? You want that? Do you want to have to baptize people every single week? Do you want to be able to tear the old buildings down build new buildings up to make room for all of the people? What does your weight say about your want? Is your weight on hold? Because if it is, so is your want. This is the remind. I am coming. And I am coming like a thief in the night. I am not going to give a heads up. There is an expectation that has been laid out for how it is that you should live, that you should learn, that you should love. And when I return, that expectation will be what you are accountable for. So gird your loins. Make ready... The lamps. What does that mean? When someone knocked at your door in Jewish culture, what you would have to do is get out of your bed, stumble through the darkness, get to the lamp. If the lamp wasn't ready, you had to trim the wick because if the wick was too far, it, too much smoke would come out. If it was too low, it wouldn't light. Then you would light the wick and go to the door because you didn't let people into your home to experience the darkness. That was considered taboo. To enter through the door, you needed to have the light ready. So what it's saying is, why would this person that you anticipate 
anticipate so greatly have to wait through all of that when they knock. Be ready. It's like this. Hey, we're going to Disney World. We're going to leave at 10 o'clock next Saturday morning. I show up with the van ready to go at 10 o'clock and you say, awesome, let me pack. No! I told you to get ready for a reason. But you can't leave me. No, I can. We've turned our world into a world where we will wait on everybody to do everything and get everything they want so that everybody wins the prize. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus didn't say that. If He comes back and they're good people, it doesn't get them in. If He comes back and they've been denominational, it doesn't get them in. If He comes back and they've gotten wet in a pool inside a church, it doesn't get them in. Jesus gets them in. And if we haven't told them, they are left behind. Period. No explanations. No grace given then. So light the wick now. Pack your bag now. Tell the story now. Obedient, expedient, faithful waiters. Our righteousness want ours. Our heaven gatherers. And make no mistake about it. Nobody ever said it was pretty. Nobody ever said that. You have Jesus or you don't. The end. And once you do, your job is to want in the wait and wait with a want, a desire to do the master's bidding and to have him find you about the father's business when he returns. And folks, he is coming. That's the important part. How are you wanting in your wait? Let's be diligent. Let's get packed. And let's force ourselves into the homes and into the rooms and into the closets of everybody we love and pack them down. Why wait? Let's pray. Be dressed and ready for service and keep your lamps burning when the master finds them watching and waiting. Truly, I tell you, he will then dress himself to serve and he will have them recline and will wait on them. The servant leader will come again and he will serve all those who are ready. There is beauty and there is more. I don't know what there is more. God, help us to want more. 
like children to their father. Ask and we will receive. Let us live, let us serve, let us obey, let us love like you're coming back tomorrow. Convict us, empower us again and again and again. And as we follow you, be provider, be enough. God, pour out your spirit, Lord, on all your people. Let it rain and teach us to carry our umbrellas like we believe. Let it rain. Let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain in Jesus' name. Amen.